Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today we are looking at Colossians 3 verse 4. It's a beautiful passage with a glorious view of Christ and our future with Christ. So let's read it and get into it. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So much of what Paul has been saying in the last chapter or two is about our present life with Christ, how we live today in light of our union with Christ. But here, Paul fast forwards till the end. And you know, knowing the end is incredibly helpful in knowing a goal that you are going toward. Like consider an Olympic sprinter. If they lined up to race and didn't realize the race was a marathon, and right out of the gate they began sprinting the first 400 yards, they're going to have a lot of trouble making it 26 miles. Because knowing the end helps you to orient how you run the race. And Paul, in verse 4, is giving us the end. He's giving us the future of all those who are in Christ. And it's actually his launching point to move into the rest of the book where he highlights how this reality should shape our everyday life. Because if we know the end, he thinks that will help us today. So this episode will do just that. I want us to see what the end is for Christians, and then I want to have us reflect on how that shapes today. So listen again to verse 4. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Two things I want us to notice. First, Christ is coming back. This is a pivotal piece of Christian theology. And it's what he says at the beginning, that Christ is going to appear. So we do not, as Christians, believe that Christ is still dead, or that Christ has risen but now vanished, or that he is distant and removed from the world now that his job is done. No, we believe that Christ is actually coming back for his people. And here we see that it will be a visible reality. It says that he is going to appear, or the word could be translated revealed, seen. So there is going to be a moment when Christ actually returns visibly for the world to see in all his glory. Maybe consider for a moment, how often do you meditate on or consider the reality that Christ is coming back? that Christ may come back at any moment? Do you ever imagine the reality of Christ's second coming when he will appear for the final victory? Maybe even just start considering now, what might change if you thought on Christ's appearing more often? We'll circle back around to that at the end, but just start putting that in your mind. But before we get there, I do want to notice the second phrase. It's not just that he is appearing, but notice the personal connection that Paul makes in the second phrase. He says that Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also 
will appear with him in glory. So did you catch that? One, Christ is your life. There's the union language again. This isn't a removed reality for you. His appearance and second coming matters because he is your life. You are with him. That's all of what we've said the last chapter and a half. But then he says another thing. He says that you too will appear with him in glory. Here's how N.T. Wright explains it. The Christian hope is not merely for the coming of the Lord, but for the full revelation of what he or she already is. Think about that. The second coming of Christ, our hope is not just in him coming, but in that when he comes, our truest identity will be revealed. Your union with Christ will then be fully revealed. Your glorious state in Christ will be fully revealed. Your royalty as a child of God will then be fully revealed. All of that, it says, is fully seen and realized when your union with Christ appears in glory on that day. All of the things that we experience by faith or in part or on a spiritual level today will become physical and fully realized on that day. And so, if that is all true, that Christ is coming to make all things new, to wipe out sin, Satan, and death, and that our union with him will be fully revealed, what does that mean for today? How does knowing that future reality affect today? And instead of actually giving you a lot of answers, I'm going to just leave you with that question today. Uh, Partially because I think there's a million answers to give, and the right one depends on your situation and what the Spirit might say to you today. Because honestly, our union with Christ, the belief that we will appear with Him in glory, that radically shifts everything about our life. Literally, everything should be different with that in view. So here's what I want you to do today. I want you to spend a few moments reflecting on the second coming of Christ, his appearing, whatever comes to mind, his power, uh, bringing justice to the world, his beauty, his majesty, your union with him being realized, whatever aspects of this beautiful truth comes to mind, reflect on it for a moment. And then after that, I want to encourage you to ask God, how should that change today? How should that change today? Martin Luther once said that there were two important dates in his calendar, that day and this day. Meaning that the two days that mattered was the day that Christ returns and how that day and that reality should shape our current day. So I want you to actually use that as a guardrail. Don't think about all the massive things the return of Christ could or should change in your life. But today, meditate on the return of Christ and simply ask, Lord, how should that change today? Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.